What's up, everybody? This is The Rooster's Call. I'm Latrice Williams, and I've got Melvin Hayden with me. How you doing? And today, he's going to be giving you guys some great insight on remodeling from trauma. So, Melvin, exactly what do you mean when you say remodeling from the trauma of healing? Well, the first thing about remodeling is it means to do something different, you know, to change what you've been doing and actually remodeling, just like remodeling a house. You take out everything that was old and you bring in everything that is new, that's refreshing, that is um, clear, it's clean. It makes you feel good um, when you watch it or when you look at it. Whatever the motivation was behind uh, your remodeling your home, it's the same way when you start remodeling who you are. You know, wow. a lot of the old things that you've had going on need to be discarded anyway because yes. we're talking about healing, <laughs> right? So when you begin the process of healing, you have to understand that taking those things that hurt you, mm-hmm. um, in some instances, destroyed your, you know, your your physical, mm-hmm. your mental, and your spiritual being, and in and in almost every case, uh, took you on a trip with your mind mm. because your mind is the thing that replays the stuff that you're trying to heal from. So when we start remodeling, we start putting good things into our mind. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about listening to a motivational speech every day or creating this mantra that you're going to live by every day. I'm going to smile every day in the face of danger and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. But you have to have some meat and potatoes behind that smile mm-hmm. because just smiling in the face of danger doesn't necessarily remodel what you've been doing. It can cover it up, but it can't remodel it until you have an internal change mm-hmm. on how you want to heal. Right, because that I, I think that outer smile is temporary, right? Exactly. It's only going to last a few seconds. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, you kind of already answered the second question, but I do want you to pick one thing that a person can do instantly today, right here, right now, to remodel their life. Make the decision, okay? This is, a, this is the important decision. Mm-hmm. When I say make the decision, And now you have a lot of listeners saying, okay, I'm ready to write Mm -hmm. down what it is. First of all, you have to make the decision because that's the most important part of remodeling or taking that step Mm -hmm. to doing something different. And then once you've made that decision, you really have to break down the root cause of what has been troubling you, Mm -hmm. where the healing must start. And so I'll use this example. If, if the engine in your car goes out, mm-hmm. you know, the first thing is I want to fix the engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you need to know why the engine went out. Mm-hmm. Did I not get enough tumors? Did I not change the oil enough? Right. Did I not, you know, use spark plugs and all the different intricacies of what makes an engine work? Mm-hmm. You have to break down to the, you know, to the grassroots of how that began. And that's no different with you. Mm-hmm. You have to break down the grassroots. What caused an injury in my life Mm -hmm. that has hindered me from healing Mm -hmm. that I now know I'm ready to move forward Mm -hmm. so that I can make that first step. And that first step is making a decision. Mm -hmm. And I guess the first step, 1.A, would be to (laughs) break down the root cause of how Mm -hmm. I got here and start working from there. So we talk a lot about people in general, but what about those believers of the Christian faith? I know you have a strong belief in Christ. So what knowledge can you impart on believers? Believers have to believe in, the, put the trust of their belief in their faith. Okay. So, so a lot of times, so what I just said before, mm-hmm. I'm talking to believers and non-believers. Mm-hmm. And even believers take on a non-believer's, you know, uh, 
Attitude sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Take the attitude some, because it's not happening fast enough yeah. or it's not happening quick enough or mm-hmm. I need to be doing more. Well, you see a lot of 12-step programs that will give you all these steps, but after you've worked these steps and you still haven't come to you know, a foundational understanding of why I'm here, then you start working back through. Mm-hmm. Well, believers don't need steps. You know, they need mm-hmm. to understand that because I believe, yes. because Christ has died for me, because the blood is for me, because forgiveness and salvation are all mine, mm-hmm. I have to believe in what has been prepared for me so I can start working within it. Mm-hmm. See, if I never start working within it, I'll never get the true healing that I'm looking for. Wow. So that's the reason why when you go to, you know, we all see these commercials or even movies. When the person gets up and says, hi, my name is so-and-so and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> or hi, my name is so-and-so, I used to be on drugs. Yeah. The reason why they have to keep confirming that that's who they are and that's what they've gone through is because for a believer, we've already accepted Christ's forgiveness. We've already mm-hmm. accepted what God has done for us. We've already accepted how we can move forward. So we don't have to continue to keep calling ourselves something yes. that we've already moved from. I love that. So start with Christ. Get to the heart of the matter. And then go from there. There you go. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of The Rooster's Call. For more episodes and great content, visit our website at thebluerooster.org. Until next time, from Melvin Hayden, I'm Latrice Williams, and we're signing off.